never had a cent, I'd be rich as Rockefeller. Gold dust at my feet on the sunny side of the street. I'm Peter Solomon, you're tuned to Jazz 88. Aubrey Logan is a vocalist and trombonist who's appearing at the North Hennepin Community College Jazz Festival happening Saturday evening. She'll be featured in a performance at 7 p.m. I caught up with Aubrey and we talked about her background as a musician, uh, her really fascinating career. She's worked with Postmodern Jukebox that you'll hear about in a few minutes and about her album Standard that came out in 2021. Here's the opener from that recording on the sunny side of the street. Pan. I'm not happy to lose your step. Life can be so sweet on the sunny side of the street. I used to walk in the shade with those blues on parade. Oh, but I'm not afraid. This rover. I wanted to, to start off asking you to talk about your um your musical background because I know before you ever picked up trombone, I understand that you were performing in church. Can you tell me about uh, the music that you were exposed to as a child and what what got you um, motivated to learn how to sing and and then to pick up the horn? Yeah, so I was raised by two music educators. Uh, the band director and the choir director married each other, and here I am. So. My mom is a singer and choir director. My dad was a band director and a trumpet player. And um, their vast taste in music was really what what did it. So they were listening to Karen Carpenter and Beethoven and Stevie Wonder and Rachmaninoff and, you know, Linda Ronstadt all within the span of one hour. And I just thought that was normal. So I would sing in church every chance I got because early on, I started to emulate, you know, I'd be like a little kid emulating Whitney Houston on the radio and or or copying Michael Jackson's inflections or trying to sound like Karen Carpenter as best I could because when you're a kid all you're doing is mimicking you're not it's not really coming from your heart or better not be and then at church I would sing every chance I could so I, ha- I just had an affinity for it uh in the Seattle area where I grew up there were musical theater opportunities around we, we weren't in Nashville we weren't in where you could just take your kid up to try and get a record deal we weren't in LA where you could just take your kid up to the you know, TV producer, and we weren't in New York where I was going to like jam, jam sessions all night, but there was musical theater. And so I auditioned for that. So I had this kind of exposure on stage in various forms, especially in musical theater before I ever picked up a trombone. But there wasn't a time in my childhood where, where music wasn't pumping into me. Got a little rhythm, a rhythm, a rhythm that pitter pats in my brain. It's so darn persistent, the day isn't distant, that it'll drive me insane. Comes in the morning without any warning. What ultimately made you pick up the horn? Like, my, my when I was a kid, my dad found a trombone for a buck, and I was like, oh, okay, that seems cool. I mean, is there, like, yeah. a story, or, like, what, what was it that attracted you to the trombone? My parents listened to bands like Chicago and James Brown, mm-hmm. so I saw a trombone in those bands, so I had a frame of reference for it. The seventh grade rolled around. I was done doing like child roles. I was back in school full time and my mom was the choir director at my school. So there was no way I was going to be in choir. And she asked her colleague, the band director, if I could join band. He said, yes, what does she play? And my mom goes, well, nothing. She kind of plays piano, but she doesn't play band instrument. She has to catch up with everybody who's already started. 
before me. My dad, who was the principal at a school nearby and also a band director and trumpet player, brought home a bunch of instruments from his school for me to try out. I tried a French horn, clarinet, flute, his trumpet, and I tried a trombone. I wanted to play an instrument that I saw in the jazz band. I didn't want to waste my time with clarinet because I mm-hmm. didn't see, although we all we all know jazz clarinet's beautiful. I didn't see one in the jazz band, so I didn't want it. And so I made a sound on the trombone. I could make a sound that day. I could make like a substantial sound versus like the other instruments I kind of couldn't. So there it was. There's your answer. the players uh, that inspired your your singing first of all and also your trombone playing i'm embarrassed to say um i don't listen to a lot of trombone players or at least i didn't at the time most of my trombone playing is influenced by ella fitzgerald dexter gordon nat king cole (laughs) Um, most of my trombone playing and my singing are influenced by many singers and a lot of instrumentalists and not necessarily trombone players to me it's all music to me it's all the phrasing of a piano player versus the phrasing of a trombone player. Sure. There are limitations the trombone has, but I'm getting, you know, it's the same brain listening to Monty Alexander as it is listening to JJ Johnson. So it's not, I did not get influenced by trombone players to play the trombone. Sue me or not. However, I am floored by my current peers, Wycliffe Gordon, Andre Hayward, Haley Brunell. There's so, so many others people I play. I've gotten to play with in person, almost more than I ever had exposure to as a kid. Band-Aids don't fix bullet holes. You say sorry just for sure. If you live like that, you live with Can you tell me a little bit about Postmodern Jukebox for the person who's uninitiated? Postmodern Jukebox is like Saturday Night Live for actors. Postmodern Jukebox is like that for like singers and front people. It's like this big universe of talented folks that have sung with the band here and there. And Scott Bradley is the founder and creator of this group that became YouTube famous for making current pop covers sound old scott did it very specifically especially at first like he was really adamant about it sounding like the 20s sound exactly like a 50s doo-wop when you do this you know michael jackson tune or whatever um i was already doing something kind of similar but i wasn't on the nose about it and scott called me and asked me to come and do it and i knew he oh he just went super viral yeah i'm totally doing this and our first cover we did together was a taylor swift cover bad blood done in the form of like ella fitzgerald and we did the kendrick lamar rap and i wrote a vocalese to it that went viral and then we did a lot of other videos that did so many so so many and i went on a lot of tours with them because they do a live show as well you never know who's going to be at the show you never know like which artist is going to be there because they don't advertise that because it's not a band it's a universe you know Tell me about this most recent recording, Standard. 
I mean, it seems kind of obvious, but but talk about why you decided to call it standard and 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 the decisions you made when it came to the the pieces of music that you would perform. Wish I knew why I'm so in love with you. No one else in this world's gonna do. Darling, please save your love for me. Yeah, so the album standard is... I had never done, like, an album of covers before. And it was time. <laughs> it was like, I'm a jazz singer, and I've never really made a jazz album. So time to do that. And I did a lot of standards. You know, Here's That Rainy Day. We did um, uh, Save Your Love For Me. A lot of beloved vocal standards that I sang and played trombone on as always and I arranged that it was an arranging project for me because I really enjoy arranging and I didn't really have to write any profound lyrics which is difficult to do and I was lyriced out you know so it was so much fun to do I did it when I first moved to Austin with my Austin band but of course I can't just do an album of jazz standards because I just can't seem to so we did a bunch of what I would consider pop standards from the 70s. There are a few dreams from Fleetwood Mac is on there. And then I wrote a couple songs. Well, I wrote at least one original, Done Pretending, which was my attempt at writing a jazz standard. And then I did an opera standard because they have they have their own you know book of standards. The marriage from the marriage of Figaro, Largo al Factotum, which is traditionally sung by a male baritone. I didn't even change the key. <laughs> I didn't want to sing very high. MacArthur Park, which is obscure, but hey, I put it on the standards album because because I listened to, you know, I listened to Maynard Ferguson do it all growing up. I listened to Donna Summer doing it all growing up and the world shut down for a while for a couple years there and I was bored and I was singing along to MacArthur Park and thought, you know, I'll make this public. And there's the album standard. Can you talk about what you'll be playing with the uh, North Hennepin Community College Band? Yes, we're going to be doing a few big band arrangements of songs i believe many of them from that album i think including done pretending and it's really cool to be able to do this with community bands and college bands because we finally have a big band book we finally have a book of a 19-piece jazz orchestra you know we can do 19-piece jazz orchestra all the way down to four horns the same songs so without knowing the set list on top on top of my head a lot of the songs we're going to be doing is from that album. Is there anything else that you would like to say that I have not asked you? Well, I hope folks from, I hope a lot of high school and college aged music students will be coming to join us. I know there will be because it's, there's going to be a festival, but that is where um, I get so much joy lately is talking to these young jazz musicians and hearing what they're learning and hearing how excited they are about an art form that, that it really is not lost. In fact, they're innovating and 
creating some wonderful modern things with it that inspires me on the daily. So I'm really looking forward to it. Aubrey Logan, vocalist and trombonist. You can learn more about Aubrey and her music at AubreyLogan.com. Her appearance uh, this weekend is happening in Brooklyn Park at the North Hennepin Community College Jazz Fest, Saturday evening at 7. I'm Peter Solomon for Jazz 88. I think you're done pretending to.